it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to Good Mom's Bad Choices. I'm Erica. And I'm Mila. Happy Wednesday, you guys. Happy Wednesday, people. You've made it to another Wednesday where you get to hear our beautiful voices. Oh, wow. That's why they tune in. They're like, I must hear Erica's singing voice. <laughs> We're going to lose <laughs> listeners. They're like, we didn't come here for this shit. <laughs> You guys got you guys got popping and think you can sing. You know, Everybody else does it. That's right? what I was gonna say. They're was all gonna, doing you know it. All the podcasters are doing it. I think we're late to the singing. I train. was just saying everybody. I was like everybody on the internet thinks they should be a rapper. Amber Rose is a rapper. I'm like fuck it. Let me just spit, spit my little game. Surprise me. What's the song? <laughs> Surprise me. Wait, uh, take me to Dominican Republic. <laughs> <laughs> Loki, that song is stuck in my head. What is it? You don't even know the words. Don't make me pull it up. Surprise me. Why mm, me and die me? <laughs> I mean, all of them sound the same, so we really could just like do like a one album duo real quick. I don't know. I think I missed my calling there. I think it's over for me. I don't know. Men be becoming like late in life rappers all the time, so I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, I would like to shoot a music video. I that's think. that's really what I want. I just want the music videos. I mean, I have shot a few music videos in my in my day. I haven't, so we need to make it happen. <laughs> all of our photo shoots are like like the the highest level of like like music video that I've done. So I just really one time like- I did a music video for a song that I did with my friend Jared and um, actually Sebastian he and his friends they dressed me up as a mermaid oh my god I remember this yeah on the beach but it was like a gothic mermaid and so they've like made a tail out of black trash bags oh and then I had like slicked my hair back and I had glitter and shit and I couldn't move and they all had to carry me around and, and the shit. plastic bag tail mm-hmm we're gonna have to and then I recently that- saw something on Instagram of like a like a don like a like a bondage a bondage mermaid mm. and I was like wow they copied me <laughs> oh they totally <laughs> searched the internet for that they must have seen it what, what was it E and J yep <laughs> you still E and J look at that yeah I know we're not bondage mermaids though damn <laughs> Right. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. I am, you know, growing, becoming more of a woman every day. <laughs> I think you're. I think you're a woman. I know. I bet. <laughs> I'm like I'm like getting real two feet in the grown woman. You know, I was in denial for a while, but I'm months away from 35, and I'm like, bitch, you're an adult. You're doing it. So I'm just, you know, embracing all the growing pains. 
taking responsibility for my procrastinations and, you know, just I'm excited about this chapter in our lives and the book's about to come out. If you guys haven't heard, hear it here first. <laughs> the Good Mom's Guide to Making Bad Choices is coming to a bookstore near you and Target. So pick it up. Yeah, the book comes out May 2nd, um, but you can pre-order it right now today. You can get a hard copy. You can get a digital copy. You can get the audio version. Um, we recorded an audio version. So it's going to be fucking amazing. So it, please, please support your girls and get the pre-order. Order it now so you don't have to remember. It'll just show up in your email or on your doorstep and you'll be like, oh my God, look at these bitches. Order it for a friend. Order for a pregnant friend. Order for a friend who hasn't had kids yet. Just order a bunch so we can be best time selling authors. Okay? <laughs> Thanks. Um, also, we just announced our next retreat in Sayulita, Mexico. Um, Sayulita is also known as Pueblo Magico, which means magic Pueblo, which means you know some magic is about to pop off in Sayulita, Mexico. Yep. The dates are July 5th and July 12th. Um, this is a women's retreat, so sorry, men, you're not allowed to come. Um, but... Make sure you click the link in this episode description to really see the vibes because it really is just, I can't, I can sit here and explain it, but you just got to go see it. Plus, hopefully you've also been tuning into our good vibe segment that we've uh, recently released, our bonus episodes we've been releasing weekly, um, sharing the women's testimonials. So don't take it from us, take it from the other people that actually attended the retreat and hear their stories firsthand about the transformations that happen, the sisterhood that happens. If you're someone who's been looking for your tribe, if you're someone who's been needing a reason or an excuse to tap in, this is your reason. And it's the summertime. So... Your kids are not in school. You don't have an excuse. You have lots of months to get your coins together. We offer payment plans. You just put a small deposit. And ain't no other trip you could do that. So I suggest if you haven't been out the country, you've been putting off taking a vacation, taking care of yourself, put your little coins aside because you would spend it on going out to eat anyway. And take care of yourself and treat yourself. It's an investment, but it's the best investment you'll ever make. And you'll manifest tenfold. You will. And the property we take over is gorgeous. It's just us there. It's it, like we take over this entire space. So it's our playground. Nobody else is allowed except us. All the rooms are ocean view. It's all inclusive. The food is bomb. The workshops are amazing. And I'm just excited because we've only ever really done our retreats in Costa Rica. So this is like a new journey with us too, with you guys. So come take that journey with us and tap into the Good Vibe Retreat. Also, pick up our merch. Look at Erica's cute-ass hat. We made it. We put a lot of blood, sweat, and tears into our merch designs. You can wear it like this, or you can wear it like this if you feel like Blossom. You look like Blossom. You got to be a woman of a certain age to know who Blossom is. I love it. I'm tapping into Blossom. I think I asked Orlando, and he was like, what? I was like, you're too young. This is what happens when you date a a young nigga. It's because he's Jamaican. That's what he says. He says he doesn't really know American. He's American. When did he move from Jamaica? When he was five, but apparently he missed all the American shit. You know, when you're in a Jamaican household. what boys are watching Blossom? Oh, right. That's true. I I think that's like some, like, some, like, I think we have a particular growing up because we're, like, in the white-ass valley. So we're, there's, like, I'm like, you didn't see Grease Lightning? (laughs) The fuck? (laughs) What the fuck, nigga? (laughs) Okay, anyway. (laughs) 
today we are joined by a wonderful guest. We're so excited if you guys have joined us already in April. This is, um, we're highlighting all plant medicine, all natural healing, and what better way to have, to introduce natural healing than with author, father, son of the queen, Afua, Supernova. Welcome. Hello. On the solution. Oh, welcome. Thank you for joining us. Congratulations on the book. Thank you. Uh, I was able to take a pre-copy, put my hand on it, put the vibes. Oh, thank you. Put it all. Doing amazing work. Yeah, Ashe. Thank you. I'm so excited to hear about the work that you do because I think the work that we do similar types of, you know, modalities and things, but you're really tapped into the men and, and their healing. And I think that that is something that, A, is so, 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 so important in our community, especially amongst black men. Um, and I know that in like my research, even in our space of women's retreats that are catered to um, our community, which our retreat is for everyone. It's, right. you know, whether black, brown, whatever. Right. Um, although I will say that mostly women of color come. Um, I, trying to research and just seeing what's out there, there's definitely an extreme deficit in these type of experiences. And then I actually went and started to look up men's retreats. And, and just like, just any sort of like programs for men. And it's really, there's a huge deficit in it. There's a huge like gap in it, or maybe like, I'm not looking it up properly, but I was like, yo, where do men, where, where is, where are these spaces for men? So I'm really, um, I'm really grateful that you've created this space for men yes. to cut, to tap in and to start their healing journey and, um, and take care of themselves. That's the key. That's the key. Yeah. Um, can you tell us uh, kind of your journey into how you became Supernova's Mom? Oh, wow. Uh, well, well, <laughs> we wait, have wait, enough time for that. <laughs> well, uh, know, yeah, I guess this. I yeah. was going to say, I know your mom's Queen of Fua, and I know yes. obviously you grew up in like a certain upbringing, but yeah. like was was a lot of times our moms can tell us shit and we don't listen. So like was, yeah. that, was that always the programming or was there something like a shift that you took on this work? That's a good setup. Um, well, yeah. So, hmm. Being born and raised vegan in Brooklyn in the early 80s, um, my mother and my father were both um, vegans before they had me, and then they conceived me in that I was the oldest in that environment. So I was Queen of Fu's first holistic wellness experiment. You were you know? vegan since the womb. Since the womb. So that means, you know, just to clarify, because these days everybody's some type of something with something. So no animal, nothing. <laughs> like, so no animal, nothing. I, oh, you know, a little bit of this. So I didn't have none of that. Uh, for the first five years, she had me on just live foods, no cooked foods. Mm. So I was her first experiment to really, you know, <laughs> you, you know, just see how it was to have a, and I was a fat baby. I was real fat. <laughs> so <laughs> I wasn't, you know, nutritionally deficit. A lot of the concerns that parents have if you're not having a traditional American diet, you know, so I didn't, I didn't look like any, any other child that, you know, I, I looked like another little fat baby. And, um, um, you know, she had me on the live foods and, um, um, you know, so I grew up in that environment. I grew up around her doing the yoga and the meditation and, and had me around all her, you know, like how we're contemporaries doing the work. That was me as a little kid with, like us, you know, mm-hmm. being around all these titans in, in the wellness space. And um, my father and her divorce, unfortunately, my father, uh, he got caught up in the substance abuse and crack cocaine, you mm-hmm. know. So I had to, I call myself the medium of balance. I have birth to both worlds. You know, my mother is chlorophyll, my father's crack. 
Mm. Right, but people only see me through the lens of my mom, so they mm. just judge me from that, not knowing that there's a whole other type of dynamic that makes me me. Um, the name Supernova. When I was five years old, she she said she named me that. She said that's my power name. Mm. She said it's gonna be your power name to protect you in life as you uh, claim it. She was like, uh, she told me that um, when you're ready, you'll you'll walk in that, and that'll be your protection. So, although I'm an artist and, you know, I do rap and I've used it in that modality, I use it professionally as an author too, it's it's not that. It's it's more of um, my power, my personal power name, you know? And so, uh, you know, I, I had my time in my life where I rebelled it, like to your question against her <laughs> teachings. Um, well, not really teachings, but, you know, just kind of, you know, you, you, you want to be in the streets, you know, in the streets in the 80s and in the early 90s, it was very tough in Brooklyn. Um, and I, and I, you know, doing the men's work, doing the man heal thyself work, um, inspired by the book that me and my mother put forward for the brothers, I, you know, I, I had time to go and journey to know what happened. Why did I end up in the streets? Why was, cause that's, that's what you want to, for, for the brothers out there who are listening, um, you know, we want to encourage men to take the time to just slow down in their thinking and their journey to see the trauma, trace it, you know? whether it be how you show up with your women, you know, if you're an abusive brother, if you're overdominant, like that comes from somewhere. That was not your original programming, mm-hmm. you know, um, and, and, and many different things, right? So I, I was able to see my my allure to the street had to do with my father mm. and and um, his absence and, and him also being a, um, um, a victim of that particular aspect of substance abuse. You know, I, my journey in the street, I, I didn't want to end up like him, so I didn't, I didn't dabble in the substance, right? So I, I was like a, it was like a shield. Okay, I'm not going to, he's a victim, right? But I'm attracted to him in in that environment, mm-hmm. you know? So I was going through that, just not long story short, I, I had that dynamic going on. My mother is, you know, one floor teaching 21-day cleansing modalities. My stepfather, Baba Heru, is teaching Kemetic 101 commission courses, now Valley, uh, tradition courses and then I'm on the top floor, you know, counting money and, you know, because <laughs> I was, I was hustling guns and, you know, I was, you know, had, had my time with gang violence and different things like that. So when did you enter into that, into that space? Were you like a teenager? Teenage, teen. And was your mom, or maybe was your family aware? Or was that something you were kind of like keeping? No, up? no, there was, my mom was aware and she did everything she could to really just stare me in the path. I mean, I didn't really have any excuses. I had great male, um, like my stepfather was awesome. I had two stepfathers by the time, you know, that's my second stepfather, but both of them were good men, great men. Um, my mother had a lot of powerful brothers that she considered her spiritual brothers that were, you know, there for me. It was really the the what my father was in the projects, going through his d- dynamic, you know, and 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 that that was I would visit him on the weekends, and my mother is in the is in the brownstone, mm-hmm. right? So like so everybody doesn't really have those type of extreme Dynamics. experiences, right? right? right so right. you know, I'm literally going visiting my father with the game bangers and the pushes and the dope folks and him in that condition and navigating that space as a young man, you know, you know, you don't want to part of a young teenager, you know, that's a, to say your parent is a crackhead. That's a, you know, that's a, that's a fighting word. That's you ready to pop off. Right. So I had that armor, you know what I'm saying? Because of that. And then my father, my mother's side, of course, you know, she's, she's been doing this work forever. You know, my whole entire life, she's been doing the, the healing wellness space, but she held great space for me, but I had to go through the rites of passage. Mm. I had to go through that rest of passage, you know, so I don't blame her. I don't have that trauma that she did. She didn't do something, you know, and then in me knowing where my trauma came from my father and me wanting to show up as a young man and go through that rites of passage, I forgave him in that 
time too, you know, but it took time, right? So this is what I show brothers, you know, um, when we have our circles of wellness, you know, um, do your meditation to go visit the young man at those times of that trauma confrontation, you know, do your visualizations and, 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 and let, and release him because sometimes a lot of our brothers are grown men with the, with the still leading the signal of that young unhealed man mm-hmm. as a grown man. So mm-hmm. you just bring in a unhealed man in, in the hustle and the, and in the, in the grind and everything you're doing and, and you may be doing amazing things, but that shadow self a lot of times comes from that young undeveloped traumatic experience or experiences. And that's who's showing up as your host a lot of times, you know? And so in order to heal from that, you have to be able to you know, get still and, and um, objective enough in your reflection and yeah. go through that space and just go through your forgiveness, you know? And so I did that, you know, I, after going through, you know, my various levels of the street life and learning that and almost getting killed. And was there something like, was there an event or something like catastrophic that happened? And you said, hold on, let me take a, like, well, what, yeah. was there something that caused you to, I mean, outside of just writing the book with your mom, like that said, okay, this is obviously like, there's two sides of the coin and this is where I'm going to go. Like, was there a shift? Oh, well, I mean, I've, I've had a, a glorious journey outside of writing the book with moms. That was a beautiful culmination. But, um, you know, I almost got killed in the streets. I mean, I was, you know, I was, I was hustling. And, uh, you know, my mother was able to, she, she was aware of what was going on with me, you know, and she was able to come in and step in and miss that and get me the hell out of New York. Mm. <laughs> Ship me down south for at least my last year or so in school, high school. Um and that going away is when I was able to, you know, Sankofa, get back into my consciousness, you know, pretty much tap into the principles that she laid out, a lot of the elders laid out for me and really just reflect. Um, and then again, understand what, what what was this attracting to the street was coming from? You know, I recognized beyond hanging with the homies and the friends and the peers, it was really what my father's struggle was and, and wanting to show up strong in that as a young man. And that I can survive that, even though you've been a victim to that, I can, you know what I mean? And so that me going through that dynamic and, and having to heal him, that young man, you know, um, at that point, you know, I was still a vegan, um, that whole time, even when I was in the streets, but my personal awakening, um, that had nothing to do with my mother, just for my own self, healing my own self, which is the title of her first book, Heal Thyself. Um, you know, I was addicted to the processed white sugar. You know, and, and, and again, in, in my meditation, I got to see why, why was I always eating sweets beyond the taste good? Because I was feeling bitter. Mm. See, when we begin to trace the why, right, the, the addiction, the, the, the attraction is a portal, it's a gateway. Right. But most of us don't ask the questions or quest on. We don't quest on to go into that because we're scared. It's it's a deep place. It's shadow. But that's the that's the glory is actually asking the question and going forward, right? So the processed white sugar, sugar naturally from sugar cane is natural. It's, it's in our fruits. It's in you know the sugar cane root plant. But when you when you I take extract the the uh, the sugar and you heat it up, that's when it becomes an addictive substance. Mm. And so it's the number one legal drug on the planet. It's the universal. It's something that we all engage in at different degrees. Vegan and non-vegan doesn't matter. Like we right. all engage in that. So 
in me, I was being in it. I mean, I, it was just like, I didn't eat no meat, but I just ate candy every time I could. <laughs> like, it was I'm just, vegan. I'm healthy. I, was, right. I think that's the misconception too. Well, I, I knew I was that, that I knew that wasn't healthy, right. I, but I did understand vegan healthy with that modality, mm-hmm. right? Not meeting meat, right? But on one level, I'm not doing that, the flesh, right? But I'm doing that sugar crack. Right. Right. So my father's dealing with crack cocaine, substance abuse. I'm dealing with sugar. You crack. had a different addiction. Right. Mm-hmm. But I recognize it was coming from me feeling sad and, and having, you know, that the father, the, the father that I loved, uh, you know, him not being able to be strong enough to really show up, you know, and so the sugar became that. And so when I was down south by myself, I had my mom to make me my green juices, didn't have her to, <laughs> you know, give me the, you know, the, 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 the nutrients to get me back into alignment. I had to pop into you know, muscle memory and what I remember coming up holistic, you know, so I had to do my own meditations. I had to, nobody was making me meditate. I had to do my own, remember to do my yoga, my stretching. So I was take all, I was still a young street kid remembering my, my, my wellness metaphysical things that I needed to do to tap in and make me a better person for myself. So everything came in online, you know? Um, had you been uh, be, had you been meditating as like a young child? Has meditation been something that you started I, early? I, I I used to teach meditation. When my my first class was when I when I first started teaching, I was ten. Mm. I taught yoga, meditation, and tai chi. Mm. I had sixty students every Saturday. Whoa, ten dollars a student. What the fuck are our right? kids doing? So they're not ten yet, but they're gonna. But, be- but so, saying, so, so just for context, so, so 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 you can imagine me being in the world now where this is standard. Everybody's yoga, stretching, movement, meditation, intention, mindfulness. This is my whole. This is this is me doing this fighting with people who thought I was weird and strange kid right. because I'm talking about mindfulness and breathing and meditation. And what are you talking about? You know what I'm saying? And you're not eating the junk food and, you, you know, at the time, you know, not eating the sugar crack, just eating, you know, going to school with, uh, with organic apples and, and sprouted wheat, sprout, sprouted, uh, whole, whole grain sandwiches <laughs> and fighting because my homies had the bologna sandwiches. And why are you eating the sprouts <laughs> with the tofu? What, mm. You know, what is that? And mm. so I had to fight. You know, so it was a fight for me to, as a young man re- being raised with these principles. It was always a fight. I had to fight just to be a, a young vegan. Mm. You know, I had to fight because I was st- the strange one, right? So and it was a fight between what my mother's world was and my father's world was, mm-hmm. hence me being a wellness warrior, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So I, I call that that aff- affirmative because I'm fighting for the better quality of my body, mind, and my spirit while I navigate this life, Right. So I do everything I can to have the best quality life from a warrior's perspective. Why? I also came from the streets. So I understand um, that rites of passage I had to go through as a young man, you know, being in this country as our people, especially the brothers, we go through that street rites of passage. You know, we go through that, you know, that, that we navigate that warrior space uh, a lot of times to our dismay, you know, but we navigate it. So concluding the story with the sugar crack, um, I remember my, um, I was breaking out. Um, skin was looking bad. And, and I remember when I was on a variety of the greens, you know, the, the micronutrients, I was, my skin was always good. I was, had energy. I was always uh, vibrant. And my mother, when we were, when we were small, she, three times a day, minimum, she's giving us some type of green juice, whether she's juicing the cucumbers, the celery, the spinach, the kale, or, you know, or she's doing the micronutrients with the, uh, spirulina, the corella, you know, the alfalfa, the dandelion, all of the green micronutrients, the chlorophyll family, right? So she'll she'll just give us that because she's we're not getting sick, we're not getting sick like everybody else. We're that we're not, she's not getting us inoculated. So she was we were we were, we were able to navigate successfully because she 
was pro-nutrient, right? A lot of the parents that were transitioning to become vegan vegetarians, if they didn't master nutri- nutrition, not yeah. just eating food, but like really understand micronutrients and how much to give your child, and right? If they didn't understand what that was, then they will be called out and they will, their families in the 80s were not supporting, especially black, just like black folks, you know, doing this type of natural lifestyle. It was really rare. So you had to, she was pro-nutrient, right? It was making sure that we had everything we need so we can navigate. So I remembered all of that when it was my time to pretty much heal my own self. Okay. So I did, I went through that process and um, I remember going to the Huffle store one day, I took a gallon of greens um, and, uh, I'm gonna take a gallon of water, went to the helpful store, and I got a quarter pound of the of the wheatgrass spirulina, the alfalfa, the dandelion, the corella, and I asked for a half a pound of the uh, ginger. Ginger is good for digestion, but it also works good with the micro, the chlorophyllic micronutrients. I took a <coughs> tablespoon of each of them and put it in the gallon, shook it up, and started sipping on that for seven days. And I, my addiction to the sugar crack was gone mm. because see the, the the processed white sugar i call it the sugar crack because it's it t- cuts the oxygen flow through the body to the brain and this is why you get you get the hype and then you get the crash. <laughs> they get the crash right and then you you need more to get back up right and so but but that's creating that toxic environment in the bloodstream and the lack of blood flow so the chlorophyll and its derivatives the micronutrients the greens it does the opposite of what the sugar crack is doing it puts the oxygen back mm-hmm. into the bloodstream so it causes the flow, mm, right? Okay. So everything that the sugar was doing to stop the flow, you know, I, 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 re, I re-energized the flow by having the greens. And once I was able to do that for myself, and remember everything my mother taught me about micronutrients and uh, the greens and <laughs> detoxing, and especially using the, the, the chlorophyll properties, I claimed it for myself. You know, so in this did become, oh, Queen of Four's son is vegan, you know, because I was raised there. It became, this is my personal testimony for myself, overcome my addiction to the foods, but then not only overcoming the addiction, by doing the cleansing physically, understanding what was the root cause emotionally. Why was I even here in the first place eating all of these sweets? Because I felt there was a bitterness happening. Mm. So once I was able to be honest with that process of why I was ODing on eating junk food, right, then I was able to forgive myself of that mm. and heal that. Mm-hmm. And therefore, when I was physically cleansing with the greens and then emotionally healing, letting go together, that created an environment for me to transform and transcend. Mm. It wasn't just me detoxing and not checking that emotional space or checking emotional space, but not doing the physical work, right? It's holistic, me- meaning that everything comes online. Your whole being has to come online. It's not about perfection, but you know, you every day you do something to engage your whole being to come online to be the best version of yourself, even if it's just for that moment, right. you know, and then you observe yourself. So, uh, so this, I'm just showing, giving y'all a, a, just the, the genesis of some of the things that I was dealing with, because it's so much, but without overwhelming <laughs> the listeners <laughs> and y'all, um, just letting y'all know, just these are the different dynamics I had to navigate through and find my balance. And that's pretty much the, the journey that I, that I'm blessed to have taken. Um, forgiving my father, wanting to, connect with the homies in the street, the G's, um, but in a more productive, healthy way, you know? And so after I graduated high school, I became like this wellness evangelist. I would go to my mom's 21 day classes and talk about my own personal, my own personal um, transformation, you know? And, and I would walk around New York with my gallon of green, everywhere I went, I would have my gallon, you know? And people would ask me, hey, Nova, what you drink? What you doing? I'll I just tell them what it was. I wasn't trying to convince them, convert them. I was just sharing that I was addicted to the sugar, and having concentrated 
chlorophyll greens, you know, help to give me, rid of me of my um, addictions and my, you know, afflictions to that. And hey man, give me, give me a remedy. Let me, let me hear something. So I would just be sharing it as I would go by as, as just passing testimonies and remedies and people like, man, I, I did, I tried it. It worked. So I just would be doing it like that. Um, around that time, I, I met our beloved sister, Erica Badu, right before Badu's, Baduism came out um, in 96. Uh, I was performing with my band at um, at this place called the Brooklyn Boom, or the Brooklyn Tea Party, I think it was. Yeah, Brooklyn Tea Party. And um, she was in the audience. And um, we were the featured act that, that night, me and my, my, um, my our band at the time, Altered Egos. And... Um, yeah, we 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 tore it down. We killed it, and I, you know, her, her presence was. I was like, "Who is this?" I, I saw her in the audience. You know, I didn't know who she was, but her, she the same energy she has. You know, as we know her, she had that same type of spirit. Queen goddess. She had that same spirit. Warrior queen energy. She had that same spirit, right? So anyway, we we connected after the show. She, you know, she said she loved the show, and we bonded. And then our talking after the show, um, she we we just talked about we just talked about everything for like hours, just looking at each other, talking about life. And then she talked about how she uh, she talked so about healing and and, and and holistic wellness. I talked about my journey as a, being raised a vegan, and she just mentioned Queen of Four, and she just got a book called Heal Thyself. Mm. I said it's very interesting. I said that's that's my mother. <laughs> <laughs> look at the look at right, like the just started, right, right, yeah, yeah. So we just started. So we bonded on that, and so uh, one thing led to another, and eventually I, I end up uh, having a series like Meet Moms. I brought it to the house and I meet my mother, my father, Baba Heru, who actually made her her first onk. She saw the onk ring. That's who. That's who laced her with the onks initially. So I let her meet the parents, and you know, and they we all it became a family. We took her in. She was in New York, signed, but she didn't really tell nobody. You know, she was signed. You know, working mm. on her music. Um, but you know, she let us know, you know, what she was doing. We didn't even know, I had no idea how big it was going to become and what she was doing. But I would go to the studio with her, and and it was phenomenal being in the beginning of that Baduism experience. Mm. As a matter of fact, a little Badu history for those that love Erica. Uh, a little trivia. <laughs> um, the I'm next, like, I'm so excited. The next li- no, the next, this is real. <laughs> Tell the, me all the trivia. The next Lifetime song, uh-huh. I was supposed to be the guy speaking in the middle, in the beginning. Yeah, you know, Erica, you know, I, I really want to make this work. So she had me in the booth. You know I'm in a relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah she had me in the booth. But I kept laughing because she kept making these faces. And because she, for people don't know, she's a, she's a comedian. She, <laughs> she could do stand up, honestly. Like the level she performs as a singer, that, folks that know her closely, she has that level of skill that she could do stand up. So she's telling me to be serious with her. She's looking at me <laughs> with those eyes and, you know, telling me to tell her, you know, try to kick for me to kick it to her to convince <laughs> her that I need her this lifetime. I'm like, it, as I kept laughing, <laughs> so I, I would try to go, yeah, you know what I'm saying, Bado, you know, I want to get with you. Then I, I started laughing. <laughs> Nova, stay focused. Mm-hmm. It just kept happening. You couldn't do it. I couldn't do you it. Missed your it, chance, I missed Nova. my opportunity. You so, been on the, so she pulled. She pulled either album. either she pulled the the, the producer. What somebody in the camp? So the producer, the writer, somebody was affiliated with the session. He came in and he got serious and he he did it. And I missed my opportunity <laughs> on next lifetime. You know, you know I'm in a relationship. <laughs> you know, right. you put me in an awkward position. <laughs> well, you know, I'm just feeling you. I'm just one of trying to get. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So, so all of that. So all of that happened, right? And so, so um, you know, now with this newfound, um, you know, excitement for wellness, um, my sister took me on tour with her. Badu took me on tour. So, so she was my first introduction into the world as 
the medicine man, known as the hip hop medicine man. As a matter of fact, I got I got the affirmate the affirmative title, hip hop medicine man, because we were on tour, um, and we did a bunch of dates for Busta Rhymes, and mm. I would see him in Spliff, and I would you know with Erica, I had to be on the road with my juicer. Cause I would be, you know, she, you know, oh, she was the, pregnant. You were the medicine. I was man. the medicine for real. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So you know, her and Andre Dre three thousand was on the tour with us when he could be, and uh, at that point she was um, pregnant with seven. So I was making all the juices. I mean, we went all around the world. But anyway, Buster Ryan. Every time I would see him, I would give, run and give him a green juice. He says, "Oh, I gotta drink it now." Nobody's. Oh, he said, "You know, you you're the medicine man. You know, you're hip hop's medicine man." When he said it, it stuck. I said, "Yeah, that's pretty much. I'm a hip hop artist. I love this work. You know." Um, and yeah, so it, you know, she took me around the world and I met all types of people and just, I would just share the wellness ministry, mm. you know, um, in between me traveling, I started this thing called the hip hop meditation cycle in the nineties. And, um, that was more for the artists I saw see a point about that I meditate, you know? So I, I brought back those principles when I was 10, you know, because I, a lot of artists I knew were dealing with anxiety and stress. You know, even though they were having blessings and things happening to them, they didn't really know how to center themselves. So I said, you know, this would be a good way to all the hip hop artists I appreciate and poets and stuff. Let's bring them together. Let's just meditate, you know, and, and, and have them tap into those techniques. And so, th- so these are the things that I started just doing in the genesis of me back in the day, just really um, making this uh, holistic wellness just part of my, my calling. Um, in a street light, and once I was able to, you know, transcend that, you know, I was still connected, just not in a negative way. Um, and at the same time around the ni- in the 90s, I started an organization called the Unified the Hood Heal the Hood. Um, at that, I think I heard about this. <laughs> at that point, you know, in, in, the, in the mid to late 90s in New York, whether the West Coast loves it or not, <laughs> Crips and Bloods, that was what it was. That was what it, even a lot of the gangs that we affiliated before got absorbed into a lot of that. So it became really, really ground zero crazy, you know. And so um, in the midst of that. I, you know, all the tools, again, I learned from my moms and the peoples and the elders. I just use those same principles of unity and, and, and meet gang mediation and really just try to work on, you know, a lot of the, the problems that brothers were having, you know, the conflict and, and create conflict resolution, you know. So that became a passion of mine, you know, just helping to stop a lot of the, the gang violence in, in my city and in neighboring cities. And so the passion between, you know, uh, healing, you know, healing the hood with the wellness and unifying the hood. That became pretty much what I've been known as uh, in the many works I've done from those moments since, you know. Um, and that all brings me <laughs> some more stuff, but that brings me to the current project um, and body of work called The Wellness Warrior, which is the uh, the book that me and my mother just put out called Man Heal Thyself, The Wellness Warrior's Journey to Self-Mastery. Um, and so it's, it's a book inspiring, you know, men to be excited about their self-care. You know, and to be excited about, them, you know, owning their healing space. And the more they do that, they can unlock their true power, their masculinity yeah. and their Godhead. Mm-hmm. You know, not <clears throat> what was told about how we are supposed to be masculine based upon our trauma. You know, our trauma codes have become what we use as our masculine signal. And on in some levels, um, it may have it may work as an interface, but ultimately it, it leaves us with, in a situation with heart attacks, hypertension, diabetes. Just not neglect, neglect. A lot of men are dealing with a lot of neglect. Paranoia. Neglect <laughs> of self. So you, when you're neglecting yourself, you leave yourself open for attack internally and externally. You know. And so, the call to action is is for the for the warriors to become, you know, beacons of their own wellness. You know how women have oh, y'all example like this show y'all create spaces 
for for conversations and growth and development and, and, and for engaging, right? But the men that love your show and the men that come and support the sisters and sisters like you all, you all create the space, but we must do the work that in the space that's created. You know, we must own our work, you know, and, and the more we could um, be inspired by the women who are taking action, because women, um, no matter where you are, you'll find ways to fellowship like that. Like the, they have a day coming up in uh, the next retreat. <laughs> Make sure you're joined, right? Right. So example for that, like you said, sisters come out. We have this retreat going on. We're going to be in this part of the world. We rock and rolling. We're going to do this healing. So, you know, th this is the standard of what y'all do these days. Y'all do it online, your fellowship, you do the work. And so even when women are going through different traumatic experiences and transitions, because y'all have those sister circles, mm -hmm. you know, it, it helps y'all navigate and gives you tools to, you know, really get back into your power quicker. You know, and so inspired by a mother's work for sacred women, inspired by y'all, inspired by many different sisters that I admire doing the wellness work, you know, I felt it, it was in, imperative that we set up a paradigm shift for men that's beyond the algorithm that allows brothers to go deeper in conversation, right? And, and for brothers, no matter where they may be at um, in their social economical structure, you know, where, where they may be even from the point of being heterosexual or the rainbow community brothers, right? This men coming together here, you know, that's the call to action for men to come and heal because truly if, if when, when men come together and to address the journey of trauma and own that space and then do the, the daily work to let that go, it's transformative, not only for yourself, but then you witness and other men going through that transformation, right? And so that that's the space that we set up with Man Heal Thyself. It's a non-judgment zone. It's not about being uh, perfect. Right. Right. But it's about laying out the tools to encourage men to own their space. So uh, men are responsible for one of the first uh, in the first chapter is called the family man of unity and wealth. Mm -hmm. And so that affirmation of the family man of unity and wealth, it all starts with you and your and your tribe. Right. And so and, and whether you have or have not, that's going to come from understanding what that journey was for you and your family. Mm -hmm. Right. But in you, you have the tools to unlock that. If you're willing to do that work, right? You have to unlock and unblock. But there's a if something happens to that little five-year-old, that ten-year-old, that fifteen-year-old that he doesn't really talk about. Mm -hmm. See, most of our women don't even know us, unfortunately. They know y'all know our straw man, you know our represent our representative. Are you here? And and y'all y'all select y'all collectively celebrate aspects of our straw man in our presentation. So much that even if we're not trying to be that, we lock into it just to get y'all, just to get y'all's attention and to get into your spaces. So a lot of times, it's the trauma, it's the trauma coats of ourselves that our women have come to Bond require from us, even though y'all want, y'all yeah. want, yeah, you celebrate it, but then we're, but then y'all want, the, want the other side of it. So, so, so you know, helping men navigate that without the without the red pill blaming of the woman. See, I. I I'm, I definitely support the red pill manospheres coming into themselves. I'm against using the energy to women blame. I call it beta complaining. That's what I call it. Because all of that argument in the comments and chatty patty talking about women and what they're not doing, I would have I just used that same intensity and focus to encourage men to hold themselves accountable oh, and, and correct and be the better version of themselves to attract better as they are, are doing the healing work. You know what I'm saying? I track more better options because you're, you're the better option. But using it, but if we, if we use the energy to to bash the woman, now calling a woman out for, uh, you know, indiscretion or unbalanced activity, you could do that, right? 
but to bash into disrespect. the fame and disrespect, it's just a waste of your vital masculine force. So that's my point with doing the hill work with man. Heal thyself. Let's don't waste the vital force. Let's 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 just take the energy inward and, and, and really go where the trauma may be 10, 15, 20 years ago. And then if you can free him up and, and, and release that young man from that place of which you've been holding on to, you may be able to even hear your woman in a different place. You may even be able to attract a diff in a different capacity because you've unblocked yourself, right? So, you know, not without over-talking over it, this is the principles that we work with um, in the Rites of Passage um, that we do twice a year. Um, it's an online training. And then in the book, we, we use the affirmations to encourage men to take on the work. The first um, assignment is called the forgiveness letter. We have brothers when they come together to write a forgiveness letter. To find a time and trauma in their life where they were mad at themselves for not being strong enough to withstand maybe certain type of experiences and really face him. So th throughout the training, there are different men have to face themselves in different ways that with certain questions and certain assignments they never really were you know, been asked, required been to asked ask. to do these questions. Right. I mean, even I'm sorry, you were, yeah, I'm talking okay against this. I know you've, you've been dropping a lot of gems. Well, I was going to say, <laughs> even, well, there's a few things. I was thinking about your mom's book and there's, a, there's an assignment in there. Second woman? Yes, okay. second woman and talking about like uh, writing out like all the people that you was it like writing out people that you, you, that you slept with? That you slept with. All the men that you slept all with. The, all the people that you've allowed to enter your body. And I was like, oh my God, how, what a terrifying assignment. It's you know, powerful, for, it's powerful, but it's it's terrifying. And if someone didn't like sit but if tell you to do it, 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 you'd yeah. never do, do it. it. Yeah. And even yeah. but even the thought of doing it is like, all right, sis. All right, Queen. <laughs> so, okay, we'll keep going. So, so what was up? What was Queen's point? She was saying, do that for what? What was her? Was the womb healing. The womb healing. Yeah. So, so, so basically, she's saying, right, identify those men and then like forgive forgive yourself or like what, what was the next step that she was i mean i, I didn't dive all the way into okay. it i read that and i was like oh, oh. <laughs> hello it is ryan and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day couldn't we just to make up for things like sitting in traffic doing the dishes counting your steps you know all the mundane stuff that is why i'm such a big fan of chumba casino chumba casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere with daily bonuses that should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Oh, shit. I, I, yeah. But what I was also going to ask you, too, um, was, you know, we were talking about circles and, and women's circles. And um, and because you've been in both spaces right. heavily, like, you know, watching circles that your mom has created right. and now creating your own. Um, people always ask us, like, when are you going to do, like, a, a co-ed retreat? And I was like, I don't know how to, I, I don't, I don't, like, I don't know how to lead the men. Like, right, you know, right. I'm just curious, like, what are the differences in these type of circles between men and women? Like, what, like, because I'm assuming, I'm imagining there they are, there's probably similarities, yeah. but then there's probably a lot of differences because men and women need different things mm -hmm. to access these parts of themselves. So the, the main difference is men opening up, like, but it, because, and this is, think about it is these are not, these are men from different social economics backgrounds. So they're not like, oh, those are just the guys who spoke or the conscious guys. No, it's, it's, Everybody. it's all the types of men, you know, typically complexion wise, like it's all, you know, what they're, and and so I don't. I'm always mean like the no no the I'm, 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 no, the no, tools, no but I'm I'm, okay. I'm going I'm, okay. I'm, setting, I'm giving you a, a I'm only giving you a, a caveat to that because sometimes and now when we talk about any type of consciousness like some people who are not necessarily aware of themselves 
they'll limit the they'll, they'll, they'll group it. Oh, you're like, and, you're okay. Oh, you're one of them. Right, right. right. And, and and so what they do, they automatically divorce themselves from another opportunity. Right. And and this is not what this is. We're not when I'm I'm calling all men to the wellness into the healing space. It's not It's not just for organic it's not, men yeah, or vegan, vegan the man yeah. yeah the man's meditating. It's for human that's it, it's all men, wherever men are at, my set my calling is man is man's responsibility. Women set up the, the, the circle, but we have to be the workers in the circle that is set up. And the circle that I'm talking about with women set up is the example that y'all take by by creating spaces for y'all to do y'all's work. Right. So that that's that, that's what I'm inspired by. Um, so I was just giving you that, just just for that part, just for the militias who, who are tapping in with us. But um, the, the 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 universal with all these men are childhood. It all comes back to that little boy. That's that's who we're talking to the whole twelve weeks. Is the little boy that is now a man that has responsibilities, has children, has a wife, went through divorce, several divorces, not mad at, still mad at the women. You know that. So there's different. You know. So that but. We start going through the healing work, start going through the meditation assignments, start going through, you know, the brothers have to take their spiritual baths. Mm. And in the spiritual baths, you put your herbs in, you know, so that and they, they, they're also on a, a, a daily herbal regimen. The herbs, you know, every seven days, you know, we move, the, the whole concept is we're going through the body of man, so 12 states of man, right? So you, you have the, 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 the crown, you have your, you know, your midsection, you have your base, you have your foundation. And so they're herbs. That work with each of the levels of your body. Are, those, right? are the herbs different for the men than they are for women? Yeah, because we're take brothers are taking herbs for every area of their body. So you know, you have like let's say you know, you know the maca root is good for the reproductive, yeah, right? Okay. Uh, the olive is good for the skin. So we, so at every seven days, we're at a different area of the body. So it's set up body, mind, spirit. Okay. Right. So it's the body of man reclaiming your body. Right. So you so every seven days you have to do um, some type of spiritual bath with your herbs. You have to. Make go in your reclaim your 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 healing. Your my mother calls it the kitchen healing laboratory. Your kitchen, and you know, get brothers got to work them pots. So we teach brothers to get back into the colon everything with themselves. Make your salads. Make your make your herbs. Right. Yeah, really, but yeah, really get into your nourishing yourself. Right. Um. Then he has writing assignments. He has you know he has to do some writing assignments to so begin to unlock and unblock. Um. Like I was talking about the forgiveness letter was one portal. Right. Um. And so, um. Then he has to create um an affirmation um. You know, situation for himself based upon the state that he's dealing with at that time, right? So basically, you know, we laid out instructionally every seven days. He's 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 tasked with some assignments that he must complete for himself. He may not be perfect in completing everything, but the whole point is to create an, a wellness environment in him that's a paradigm different than what he has been in from from the trauma, right? And the ultimate goal is that he comes out with a, a new, a better awareness of himself. Right. And so when, you, when a man has a better awareness of himself, he's not as judgy and and, and dominant with everybody else because he's kind of it's himself correcting. And so the whole excitement in the in the brother's healing is to excite him with the responsibility of himself. It's all about him restoring himself. It's not about complaining, it's not blaming, finding the root, addressing the root, doing the spiritual work, the emotional work. The physical work, you know, we also have our, you know, our, our, our what I call movement medicine exercise re regimens throughout the weeks. But all of these different things, body, mind, spirit, is to stimulate him to be the, a greater version of than himself that he has been. And when he goes through the 12 states of, of consciousness, 12 states of man, now he, we call him the supreme man of optimal wellness. Now he has all the tools he needs as he continues to deploy in his daily life to grab what he needs to reassess, right? Because you're not going to be perfect, maybe 
next day or the next day after right. that, right? But you have enough information and tools around you. You got the herbs, awareness of your herbs, awareness of your detoxing, awareness of your social emotional healing, right? So all of these things you have around you now that because you've accessed this, if you need to bring them online again for yourself. You know, in a community of men. And then you have and, to be men to hold you accountable. Yeah. To, to, you know, like like how your sisters do, you have each other to hold each other accountable. So if we're in the beginning stages of making this a standard. That's my personal dream <laughs> come true is that, you know, we, we create more safe space for men to want to come together and do their personal work. And hold, and, and, and together means, you know, we, we have an, what they call accountability circles of other men doing similar work without judgment just encouragement and meeting men where they are. So um, to your, just to, to concluding got to your point, sis, about the difference, um, there's a lot more similarities of us than we think there are differences because I think trauma is what brings us all together, good or bad. You know, it's... it's, it's People don't... I, I, I'm, I'm so glad you're talking saying this because just I want your opinion on this. Yeah. Do you think anyone escapes trauma? No, not one of us. You can't be a human being Without. on this planet because the planet with us in it in it and experiencing it is in a traumatic state. So we can't exist without experiencing no. the state of the world in right. which we live in. But, but it's how we transmute the principle of, of the trauma, what I call the rites of passage, right? So like exactly. so I said earlier, I talked about my father and my energy in the streets. I said that was the rites of passage. So I, I started to re- look at it different, right, than when the pain I was looking at it from one level. You know, my father was crackhead and I had to bang it, bang in the street. You don't know me. You know, the typical hip hop rap, you know, uh, bars. You don't know, you don't, you don't, you don't know what I've been through. You don't know what, no, they don't know, right? You don't know where I come from. You ain't, you, ain't, you, ain't was, you wasn't upstate with me. No, I wasn't upstate with you, right? But no, but, but that's real, right? But that's what, so, but that, all of those, that's real feeling. But brothers is feeling like I was upstate alone. Brother, how that make you feel to be locked up and upstate alone? Like you wasn't there when I had to eat, you know, uh, quarter drink quarter waters and and, and and syrup sandwiches. Well, brother, well look, yeah. How yeah. did that? How, how was that environment for you? So 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 those are some of those brothers that are in the circle with us. You know, say going through that trauma and that memory, you know, of, of and, and trying to figure out how do I transcend that. And so yes, my sister, that that is a universal with with us. And this is why I think the more men can own themselves in their space beyond their their. Uh, economics and the materials because we become so material flexed and our women support material flex that we abandon the other sides of us and what happens is in that abandonment right we we show up only collecting property so if i date you or you my woman you're my property mm. you're like the things i you're, you're no different than my gucci belt or the birkin bag i got you or the house that i bought or the car you you you're, you're my thing the kids we had are my thing. Your value is See, because, because everything has been pro-material. But when I, when it's pro-holistic, I recognize the body, mind, spirit. You know, the physical connection we have is an example of the spiritual opportunity we have to unlock if we choose to do so, which is also our, our mental and social emotional connection, right? So once we begin to diversify the portfolio of each other, we start to realize there's so much more wealth into how we can see ourselves and others. But until we understand that, unlock that portfolio, and we only support it with one representation, we're limited. And so most men have so much more to offer. And that's what I also recognize this is in these trainings, is that but they're only held to the standard of being the provider, which is an attribute of God, the provisions. But it's but 
so you're only more. celebrated for that of how much you can bring and what you can supply and then then you you think well then maybe I can't maybe I don't maybe I can't show uh sisters holistic wellness is about body mind spirit accountability for yourself being the accountant of yourself you know taking account of yourself right so you can be able to unlock and unblock right and I look at it as building a um, portfolio of, of of yourselves, right? And so basically everything that I'm doing to nourish myself, you know, with minerals and daily nourishment is a reflection of my consciousness, what I'm doing in the social emotional space and how I'm thinking. It's a reflection of that. And my thinking and my eating is a reflection of how I'm moving my body, you know, and how I'm actually engaging my joints, Right. All of this is, is threading together. And so the more you can journey into the being accountable of yourself and, and saying, I'm not going to pass the, the auspicious title of accountability to you. Like, I'm not going to blame you. I'm going to hold me accountable because I have this great portfolio of opportunity that I can unlock and unblock, you know. And that, that's, that's the spirit of what holistic wellness is about, is, is being the master accounting man or woman, you know, what I call the wellness warrior. A wellness warrior is, is one that is fighting for the better quality of your life. Body, mind. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Mind and spirit. I know this month is called, I know, Plant Medicine April. And I think mm. a lot of times when we think of plant medicine, we think like psychedelics or we think like cannabis. But like even you're, you're talking about like, you know, first you started realizing like the food you were consuming, the sugar you were consuming, and then and how the chlor- it- Have you seen the chlorophyll, the plant medicine to detox from the addiction to the sugar? Well, yeah. I think people disregard like the, the, the foods we put into our bodies are, could be medicine or they could be the opposite. Right. And so they mm. like, you know, they'll go on spiritual journeys with psychedelics and they'll smoke weed, but they're not really tapping into all of the- Well, then they go eat a burger. Exactly. And, and, and also <laughs> you said something that was like- um, that I, I noticed and you were saying, you know, you realize you're eating sugar because you were feeling bitter and um, that you had to forgive yourself. Yeah. And I think that is a really big like uh, element that people underestimate and forget. And, you know, you, you talked about having to forgive your father, too. Yeah. And a lot of times it's like people forget, like people don't realize that, like, not forgiving yourself with for things is what prevents you from forgiving the people outside of yourself because you're, you know, like it's hard to offer up something that you don't offer to yourself. Right. And so I think for men, like, you know, just talking about being able to be vulnerable or have like these circles that women have, women have like historically been able to be vulnerable with one another. Right. You know, we'll gather and talk and cry. We'll gather and talk about the breakup. We'll gather and, you know, like support each other. That's like within our nature because by society standards, like that's feminine. But if a guy is feeling, you know, a man is feeling like heartbroken or hurt or like trauma is coming up, they may not like go talk to their homeboy. There are not a lot of environments where they feel that they can do that. And so like a lot of men are not holding, like they're not holding each other accountable. They're not talking about feelings because that seems, you know, like feminine or whatever the fuck, you know, like, and so I was just telling, you know, even right now for Erica and I, like even our lives, as I see the men around me, friends, whatever, um, 
trying to develop and as, mm. as, especially because I see us leveling up in the healing world, leveling up in ourselves, like being more self-aware, wanting to be better in ways, wanting to dig into our trauma. It's like, it, it's really shining a light on a lot of the men that have refused to do that or they have been blocked from doing it. Like I see how when a man doesn't focus on his like entire wholeness and his entire wellness, how it really does pollute the people around you, yep. you know, like your relationships and your marriages and all like your friendships, because not like just eating well and working out and not really going to the root of the problem and the trauma and like not talking about it is really what starts to bleed out, you know, like not being able to f- find like a, not having anyone you feel like you can be vulnerable with and b not being able to feel like you could be vulnerable with yourself right. is such, is such a detriment to the entire community because if women are leveling up, then it's going to be hard to find men to level up with us to create these, like these, yes. these family environments. Compliments, yeah, yeah, and absolutely. so we can create children who know that it's okay to cry and it's okay to grow. It's okay yeah. to heal yourself. It's okay to have trauma and we can work through it. But like, it's, it's, it's imperative that men a tap into themselves enough to follow back the trauma and say like, yeah. damn, I forgive myself, you know? And I think that's something for men and women, even for me, yeah. I'm, I'm constantly like, damn, like what is like, where is the, the pool at? And it's like, sometimes it's just the simple thing is like, have you forgiven yourself from like procrastinating 400 times? Have you forgiven yourself for doing these things? And like men don't, really have the space and the outlet to do that because they are not really talking to anyone about it. They're holding it in and it's hurting them. Right. And in turn, it's hurting their families and it's hurting their loved ones. And like you said something earlier about like, you know, like we'll quickly tell a boy at three years old, like, man up, what? you don't have no reason to cry. Like stop acting like a girl. Right. And that inflicts trauma on little boys. So right. put that motherfucking doll down. You ain't, yeah. you ain't no girl. Like right. it's a child. And so it's just like, we have to be more um, aware, like as parents, as moms, that like how we, like the safe spaces we create for our boys to express themselves and to be vulnerable and to cry and to use their words and encourage it. Because what happens is men grow up with that trauma and not yeah. being able to express themselves and that shit is like talking is medicine yeah sharing is medicine like erica and i are like are like we can we can definitely like uh testify about this like how much healing like our entity has grown so much because we've been able to feel safe with one another with our guests and be honest about real shit like i've hurt like i've hurt people i've i've been hurting i've been hurt but like the the just the the safe space to be able to feel vulnerable is really medicine and like we underestimate the power of speaking and how we can create safe spaces for men and how men can create safe spaces for each other thank you but like i don't feel like that's a that's not a norm amongst black men that's not a norm amongst most men and and sometimes like because you don't have friends that you can share with honestly you're not being real about your emotions you're numbed out and then you're not you're not like gathering friends to be able to do that and the thing about like your story that stood out to me is like you know you went on this journey you went down south you started eating you started you know there's knowledge that you had but you had to relearn it for yourself to apply it for yourself to be able to offer it but only when you did that were you able to attract the people in your life that 
made profound changes. You yeah. know, you like just doing your thing, spitting in a bar, and then here comes this, you know, amazing sacred woman who's mm-hmm. going to offer you something. And then you, and through that relationship, you know, that vibration pulled this relationship where she had already really known of you in ways because yeah. she has was drawn to your mother. Right. And then you go on this like epic <laughs> journey, yeah. you know, where you're like the medicine man. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm sure like, and now you've cultivated this book and this program and all these things, but it's in the honesty. It's yes. in the vulnerability that we can find friends. Yes. We can find circles where we can do that and then find ourselves and then continue to draw in our people so that we can do it as a community. Like as soon as you make that commitment of self-awareness, you will find the people and the entities yes. and the, you know, that create spaces and project and multiply this higher vibration Absolutely. it is it's so much a community like it's an individual job right. but when you do the individual work that then can go tenfold out into the world Absolutely. and cultivate these fa- like these communities and these families and like that's why it is like it is imperative that men start doing their healing so that w- as women when we go find these mates that we find like men that are ready and that yes. are not required that we do the work for them right. are they not requiring that they're pulling so much for us, but that you can find two people committed to the healing and the evolution of themselves individually and come together to create, you know, like family structures Absolutely. and communities that do that. You know, well, like this is, this is why beloved sister is we're in a state of emergency. Yeah. We're emerging and we're seeing we're emerging in the sea. We're emerging and seeing emergency mm. it's a call to action see i'm i'm not here to to play around with the men i know men are hurting they have been hurting for a long time i've been one of those men and a lot of our men have been um not self-expressed and so they have not been able to show up in their union in their relationships as their full masculine expressed selves only one aspect of their masculinity may have been exalted, you know, their ability to provide, which is an attribute of God, you know, provisions, um, and to protect. But then there's so much more that he can contribute into your point about really making him excited, you know, having creating a space where he's excited to unlock and unblock himself. That's 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 the point of doing the rights of the online rites of passage. Uh, we've been blessed to have um, this is spring, so we're about to get into our what do we call our seventh formation. Uh, we have men all around the world from throughout the United States, Canada, Europe, Africa, the Caribbean, um, that partake, you know, and, and um, from different cultures, different walks of life that come together and, and go through the def- the different um, challenges to challenge himself to be a greater version of himself so he can meet himself. The key that I, that I inform brothers on is once you, the rites, a rites of passage is very important for all of our Aboriginal native brothers and sisters around the world, you know, colonialization has cut off that flow from elder to youth, you know, and so a lot of the things that would, would have been addressed of a young man feeling not self-expressed at three, four, five, six years old, traditionally in, in our tribal families around the world, we would have had that already squared away by the time he was 17, 18, he was already in action and activity, social, emotional intelligence, physical, you know, strength. He was already building these things. So by the time he actually had a mate, he was able to be a, a, a holistic man, right? So that has been disrupted. But our women, our sisters have been holding that that um, sphere. And all we have to do as men is be inspired by what we see our women doing. 
And I think y'all do it well and glorious. And all we have to do is put our man on that. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, that's what they do it. Let's bring those tenants into man language, right? It maybe look a little different because we have a, how we show up, right? But I find the more brothers are share and self-express, they are heal- they are now testifying. Their healing is now showing up. And once I t- once the brothers get to that place of fully uh, being actualized and doing his daily ritualistic work for himself, ritualistic for the people are talking about listening. I'm talking about you know doing his body, mind, spirit, social, emotional healing work, his physical fitness, his meditation, his his nourishing himself every single day without fail, because this is his life. We want his life to be filled with this beyond the 12 week training that we provide and yeah, even a, beyond a, a the lifestyle. The, right. It's and not just a moment. It's not, it's not a, a moment. It's not a diet. And, and what happens when you go through this brother, man or woman, you, when you awaken your power, it's like Mario brothers. When you beat the level one, now you get level two, no, you right? You become addicted to it. You do. You become addicted to like the feeling of progress, the right. feeling of unlocking yourself. I was, I was thinking about just, going back to, you know, people asking us about the men's work, the men's retreats. And I, I really do feel like it's not something we can do. Right, right. Like this is a men's issue. Right. Like men have to, have to heal the men. Absolutely. Like women cannot heal the men. All the women can do at this We've point. We've tried. Uh, and all, if you're all, listening yeah, this yeah. right now, sis, you can't heal him. But what you, but <laughs> no, but what you can, let's, let, Let's let's focus on what women can do. Right, is that can, because is y'all could arrange the way for the men. Well, you can support right? him. You can show him how you like what you are doing. You can be you can you can be a, a beacon of light for his uh, an inevitable healing. But you ultimately like he has to do the work. Absolutely. And I have a question about this because I've been thinking a lot in, about like just what's ha- what's been happening and on on social media and the things I've seeing about even in our community about this like demasculation of, mm. of black men right, right and them right. saying that like um, black men are becoming demasculated by all of by women by uh, feminism by society media. by by just you know even men tapping into their femininity in ways right. which you know it can be can be argued what that looks like right. What to you, well, A, do you believe that? And B, what is a divine masculine to you? A divine masculine is a self-expressed man that is a host to the, the deity identification as God. Right? The same like a divine feminine would be a host of the goddess head. To be a host of this presence, this expression, this cosmic force, you have to be a worker. You have to be willing to be a, a, an example of that in your action. That's why it's an attribute, right? It's a part of, this, of the whole, right? So a, a divine masculine would be a man that is, is what we're talking about as wellness warriors. It's, it's creating a daily um, living for himself that begins to excite, unlock, unblock him to be more self-expressive of what he says he is as a man. The body of man when I look at all men, black men, white men, Asian men, Latin men, you know, um, all men, the body of man is wounded. Okay? So the perception of man is wounded. Masculinity has been wounded. Man, the body of man needs to be healed. It's just not a group of men. All men. Heterosexual or rainbow men. All men need their moment and moments with their healing. 
And healing is a lifelong journey. It's a glorious, hard, hidden, heavy, ugly, and beautiful lifelong journey. You're never healed up, but you're in healing. And the let me cut your wisdom says. So I said that to say, when we know that men are hurting, period. This is why we have you know, uh, these beta male leaders with their hands on the, on the nuke at any point because they have not built the social emotional intelligence of how to deal with each other as men. They'd rather, you know, right. As, as a God, as a man, Godhead of this country. And so are you. And we have the responsibilities with these citizens. How best can we fellowship with each other? So we don't go to a place where we have everybody exposed and ourselves exposed. Right. So the, so we see the cracks of, of manhood globally. At all levels of society, you know, men are taught to aspire to be this man. But when you when you meet those men, they're hurting too. I sit with the billionaires and the millionaires. They have some of the same social emotional yeah. issues too. And you be like, yeah, I, all my life I was trying to get things to be a master man like you, but you hurting too. So that's what we have in, we have in common. Unfortunately, is the body of man has been wounded. So to me, it's an opportunity for man to be rebranded. It's not about them seeing us this way and that way. Men need just to get together and fellowship and do this work because the perception transforms when we transform, right? When they say, oh, the divine, masculine and feminine, you know, well, listen, I mean, you're the best of your mother and the best of your father at the moment of conception. So the mass, the divine masculine host the best of his mother and himself. The divine feminine hosts the best of the Holy Father and herself. If me and you come together, that mother that you are, that father you host, the man that I am and the woman that I host, they have an interaction called union. Mm-hmm. The entity. The entity. Mm-hmm. So. Are we ready to do the work to facilitate this glorious entity that is the father in you and the mother in me? We're talking about a masculine and feminine. Are you ready for the father in you to meet the mother in me? Mm -hmm. Is the father in you, sister, compatible to handle the social, emotional flex of the mother principle in me? Mm. Right? Because the man that I am brought me to you but it's the father that you're hosting. Right? You see how I'm going with this? Mm-hmm. Is he's in tune with the mother that I'm hosting. Why? Because we are the best of our fathers and mothers at the moment of conception. Wherever they were at, the best of that, the best of that. <sighs> we all came on the. <sighs> That's, That's why we calm down. We have to go. <sighs> Sigh. Med- that's why I meditate. We love meditate. Meditating. Because mm-hmm. we came in on the meditation. Mm-hmm. We came in on the thrust, the breathing, the pump, the ah, the oh, the sound, the tone. We are the manifestation. Oh, the physical manifestation. And it's, of that. it's glorious to me. I love it. I love it so much that I understand that it needs to be cultivated and poured into and nurtured. Our ancient ancestors in the Nile Valley, the Kemetic ancestors, they had a hieroglyph um, called myrrh. 
And the Greeks took it on as uh, the concept of love, the heart, the agape, the heart. Now, in Kemet, in the hieroglyphs on the wall, the hieroglyph was actually a plow. It wasn't a heart. It indicated you had to work. Because mm. mm. they were farmers, right? So they how they showed love is, well, we're cultivating. We're cultivating. So my connection to you my, is that we, this is our symbol to remind us that we have to cultivate. It's not going to just exist. We are going to always We, we are the, the divine masculine. The divine feminine are gardeners. We have we are not tending to our garden. We inherit each other with all of the beautiful flowers and the roses, and, but we don't tend to the garden. Mm. And that's why I said, if we want to go deeper into the divine masculine and divine feminine, when you become that divine feminine, you're hosting your father in you. Is your father ready to date, court the mother in the man that you attract? Does that have to do with like healing the relationships you have with those people and finding absolutely? People it's to- it's it's all about the holy mother and father. So the more the father allows the healing of my father allows me to grow farther. The healing of my mother affects my matter, my matters. Mm. Mother matters, father, father. Mm. I check my family matters in the matter mm-hmm. form. And so if I check that and I'm accountable, then I can grow farther. We never escape the principle of the divine masculine and feminine. It's, it's always present. It's it's, it's a it's a it's and, deep. And, 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 and it's, it's <laughs> deep. deep. And let me tell you something, <laughs> sisters. This see, these are the type of conversations that we just go to the beach of our minds with, and we just be putting our feet in the water mm-hmm. because there's a depth that we have yet to fully explore with each other and ourselves. There's a there's a beautiful depth, and so the the, the man healed thyself. The, the the energy with that with the brothers is brothers unlock your depths. We, what Jay-Z say, allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Hove, right? Look, you, <laughs> right, you're right, right? You see how you went into that? If men, if men reintroduce themselves, that's exactly how you'd be. You'd be like this with them. It's like that. <laughs> okay. Because it's spirit, right? Because they, because they're doing, they, they really are, are excited about doing their work for themselves. And the, the excitement that a man feels to express himself, the divine feminine is already in divine alignment with him. This is what we're ma- we're here to do. This here, is, it's, this it's, is our, it's, it's our cosmic. It, it transcends the ego of how we think we're supposed to talk and show up with each other. That's what I'm trying to say. It's, it's, we, this life is so glorious, brothers and sisters. And my prayer is that all of us experience the unlocking as we go mm. and unblocking. Mm. And yes, we'll be hurt. Yes, we'll have pain. But we'll heal. See, these tattoos are reminding me at one time, this hurt. It don't hurt no more. But I can look and remember. I remember how that felt. I remember how it felt. But I'm not wearing the pain no more. Mm-hmm. Now it's art. Now it's reminding of the symbology of why I did it. You see how the I transcended growth, the it? The growth that came yeah, from the pain was the, the pain pro- was just temporary. Mm-hmm. I don't have to walk my life with the pain. Yeah, I can let the pain come, teach me, let me know what it needs to do, and it can leave me. 
Well, the it pain is, is like a reminder of your humanness. Like you feel, you can feel that you're not numb. Right. And so I'm saying we don't need to make it a block. Mm-hmm. Just like I used the tattoo example, it, it came, it, it, I got the ink, it hurt, and then it healed, right? So, so we, so I'm saying we can use it as a way to move through, not as a way to block us from moving. That, that's that was my point of saying about the pain. There's also a level, though, what I, what I have found with men, so a few men actually men in my life, is that like this, the the, the resistance in acknowledging mm. pain, the resistance in acknowledging trauma, the resistance in in the word healing. Well, I already the, got I already got it for you, beloved. The the, 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 the thing with when you see men go through that, it's appearing not to be strong. No man wants to appear before a woman with lack of strength. But it almost so, feels like they really feel this way. No, no, no. But let me t- no, no, <laughs> like no. Let me talk about me. No, 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 no. no. I'm, I'm trying to say it's it's the it's 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 a universal. Before he even got to you, he's doing that to his his mother. He's doing that to his women in his life, the, the co-worker. It, it's not even wanting to appear to be, one, weak or not knowing. So if my woman comes to tell me about, yo, babe, I got this, this wellness cleanse, this detox, and these herbs, this and that and that, to appear that I, I'm not weak and, I don't, and I'm out of nowhere. Oh, yeah, I hear that. Yeah, okay, I heard about that. <laughs> so I'll downplay it because instead of being open, baby, teach, teach me and let me learn that. Well, maybe my teaching was teaching a woman can't teach me something. Well, you got to right? be able to learn to be right, the right. teacher and the student. No, but I'm, I'm giving you, I'm giving y'all the the, the, the the backstage with the men, mm-hmm. right? Is that maybe he was taught that a woman can't teach him something, and and if she does, it's gonna make him look like he don't know what he's doing, talking about, mm-hmm. and therefore she's not gonna respect him and think he's straight. So these are the these are the these are the, the, the undeveloped, unfortunate. Things that are in the consciousness of our men. So when when we front, this fronting, that's just a front, right? It takes a a fully alpha man is not fronting because an alpha. Let me let's break down the, the alpha thing because everybody gets caught up in that. An alpha in principle it means leader, leadership. Beta in principle means follow. Alpha female is a woman that follow. You know, creates her own pathway. She leads in her own pathway. An alpha man creates a pathway and others look at him as an example and they follow suit, right? The the most alpha thing a man could do for himself is is be in his transparency, regardless of how you view me or not, <laughs> right? That but, but requires that take, an alpha male to be vulnerable, to be sit with your feelings right. and offer them but and that, but not that feel takes, insecure about but it. But that takes, or like I said earlier about the cultivation, about the, you know, the, the hieroglyph, about the the... the the plow. The it takes cultivation. To y'all said earlier, you know, getting brothers to a place where they're excited about their daily cultivation unlocks that, and it changes the attitude. Like you said, how those brothers show up when, when we talk about healing. Again, it, he doesn't want to appear to be weaker, right? But he knows he when you get with him, start talking to him. He want the healing. They all brothers all want it, but it's like the how do it's like the path do I take to get it, and how do I see myself, and how would my woman how would my women see me? You know? Well, it's almost like they need another word. Like the word healing, okay. it's triggering for them. Like it's something they haven't done. <laughs> or like, I think about my dad and, you know, my dad uh, grew up in the South. Um, his mom was 13 when she had him mm. and she gave him up for adoption to his, her aunt mm. and they all lived in the same house together. And, oh, wow. um, but he grew up thinking that his mom was his sister. And so he, he grew up thinking this until he was about 12 or 13 years old. Wow 
calling his mom sister, his mom telling him what to do and him being like, you're my sister, like, please shut up and realize that's your mama. And his school teacher told him, you know, that's your mom, right? Whoa. Like just casually one day at school. My dad to this day said it did not affect him. Mm. There's no trauma there. He said, I thought about it and I said, okay. And in my mind, I'm and in like my dad and it's like, why do you want this to be traumatic for me? Like mm. you're saying that this is supposed to have affected me in some way and it didn't. And I'm just but I've seen how he has showed up with women in his life. Right. right. Not letting himself be not letting himself love them fully yeah. because and I and, and listen, I'm not a mm. therapist, but to me, it's like it goes back to the root of that. The first lie. Like your mother lied to you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, and, yeah. and having a distrust. Yes. And, you know, I've, I've encountered this with, with different men, like having things happen in their childhood absolutely. that they say, this absolutely shaped did not affect me. Oh, this right. is what they're saying. Oh, they like, say, this oh, did no. not affect me or saying, I had a really great childhood. Oh, well, the I, numbness, I, had a, I had a really no, 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 good childhood. So, so there's so nothing you say, here okay, to work on. So two things. Okay. No. So numb. That's what it is. The numbness ma- yeah, ma- that's what tricks you into believing yeah. that you honestly don't feel any right. way about it. I've done it a million times myself. Right. I have sat and be like, I don't think so. Like, you're not going to make me feel trauma. But the truth is, is like my body, my programming is so deeply seated. Like you just wake up one day and you're like, this is traumatizing. It's not going to make me f- suddenly feel feel the pain. It's just that you've conditioned yourself for so long to believe it doesn't hurt. You can't even register or associate yeah. with those feelings. That's right. Because you've removed yourself from the entire situation. Now, now that's, that, that's a woman saying that, going through it as a woman, right? Well, look. And, and even you saying that, because you have you you attract sisters and accountability, y'all can you can easily unlock into that and change that perception. Now try being a man where everywhere you look is the man has locked into that limited expression. This is why the the circles of healing are important with the brothers because it doesn't matter how hard they come. I'm telling you, like I'm talking, you know, we attract all types of brothers. I mean, brothers who were in and out of the system, you know, the jail. Brothers, former gangbangers, brothers that served in all levels of the military combat. I mean, I'm 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 a combat veteran myself. I served in Afghanistan, right? So we 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 tracked all types of men, and once we able to circle up and 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 look at different types of men and hear their story, nobody's fronting no more. And see, men, men, real men, when they get together, they don't front no more because they don't have to. Because we, I'm sorry, down to cut your wisdom. So in that, re- in that revealing, in that ciphering up, we're able to, I take them through, we take them through meditations where they have to face what you said, the, the numbness, which unlocks the, fr- the fronting that they were doing what you were talking about, how they, oh, I don't have nothing. My childhood was good. I don't, that never happened to me. When he goes, when he takes space to, ah, we talk about the breathing again, just the breathing and centering himself, right? And he's able to remove someone judging him doing this. There are other men doing the same thing. They're breathing well in our meditation and we say, hey, let's everybody we go we go to the number. Everybody let's go back to five. How'd you feel at five? Trauma is it you have with for men when you say trauma is different than women. You you have to unpack that. So how I would say like I if y'all say a tr- trauma to y'all, y'all kind of go into a space where y'all know how to communicate. With men I would say what was your first disappointment with See, a woman? See, and that's what I'm saying. Right? The no, words no, 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 no. But I still, you, it's a gateway. The, the, the it's words a gateway matter. to what you're going to get to. Word, so I'm just telling y'all that, no, the words matter and you have rights. I was just saying that I still use trauma, but then I, what I, and how I unlock it 
with the questions. With men, you have to specific. But men are very left brain, right? Because we have to, we want to show up. Not because we have to. We can't be right brain, which is our intuitive side, our God side, our mother side, helping to balance our masculine side, right? Which of our brain, we want to show up to be the knowers, to know it all. I want to be the know it alls to impress upon you. So I'm pro that. So when you even when you're talking with men and doing the social emotional healing work. You, the questions is what gets him to open up the heart space. You heal, and you say, "Man, heal thyself." Right now, I have to, I have to take him to a place of, "Are are you hurting right now? Keep it real." Yeah, you know, I'm gonna keep it, honey. Y'all got it, right? So he'll 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 talk about all the stuff he got, all his bragging stuff, and then talk about, and he'll start doing the the internal check. And saying we ain't really he's been lack of self-expressed. He ain't really been opened up with his woman. He's been really just mad and angry. Right. So you start to get that. Once you start to get those questions going, then you'd send brothers on the meditation for them to really begin to do that inventory work and face that shadow side of themselves that they've been fronting with for 20 years, 15 years, 30 years, in relationships committed with their woman, and they, their woman don't even know them because mm-hmm. they have never really expressed that side of themselves. Mm-hmm. Even if their woman is expressing the side. Matter of fact, they're attracted to you because you Express something that they aspire to be, but they have not found the way to unlock, right? So I'm saying, sisters, we, we, we're in the, like they say, the cuspus the, or the beginnings of this. It's beyond just the hashtag algorithm or meme. We're really in the beginnings of men wanting to create a space for themselves to go through their rites of passage, to be a better version of themselves. And... I'm here to support the brothers and you know with the training with the, with the book and 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 where I can as a as a brother in support because I'm still in my healing journey with them as well mm-hmm. you know and, and to let and, and to share my journey with them to let them know that you know, regardless of where you may be at wherever in your journey you know we have the we, there, there are tools that we can tap into that are, can allow us to be in the beginnings of what a divine masculine experience can be for yourself and if you can see that for yourself the potential to for uh, you experience it with others is limitless. Uh, honestly, I, I want to just like for anybody listening, the like just being real, like just being honest is so powerful. Like you don't have to hide. Like everybody's a little bit fucked up. Right. Everybody's right. gone through some shit. That's right. Everybody's made a fucked up decision multiple times. <laughs> That's Everybody, that's right, that's there's, right. there's nobody. Nobody's safe. exempt. <laughs> right, right. So, yeah. like, feeling like you have to show up a certain way, like, yeah. it's such, it's such, it's such a per- fake perception. It's so it's such a limited view of your expression while you're here, mm. on this, like right here, right now. Like, right. you have this body, this spirit, this soul, yeah. this 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 time to fully live in your full expression. Right, right. Like, don't limit it. Don't yeah. hide. Like, there's <laughs> nothing to hide from. No one's more powerful than you. No one's more powerful than what you think about you. Like, honestly, like coming on here every week for fucking five years plus crying and shit. That's something I didn't think that I would have like I would be that type of person. But like, who gives a fuck? I haven't always said things that were right. I haven't always made great decisions, but like it's been so powerful. And I'm not Mm. saying do it to millions of people on the Internet. This is a bit extreme, but like. 
just releasing it right. and forgiving yourself and saying like, who gives a fuck if somebody finds out this is what happened. And this is like, and as long as you're like willing and wanting to grow and evolve and say, I'm going to be better than I was yesterday, yeah. then you're doing enough. And like, like the thing about evolution, I feel like it is practice and it is reprogramming because we have learned all of us, like the worst ways to, to deal with our emotional, like just all, all of the shit that like the world brings to us. Cause it's heavy, but like the power to just say it and, and be like 10 toes down and just always evolving. It's like, it requires that you forgive yourself. It requires, it requires that you take off the mask. It requ- you know, it requires that you just like be willing to exist in your flawlessness because we are all flawed but we don't heal if we hide from it and we can't heal each other we can't connect on the most human level which we all are human if we can't just be like hey what's up i'm sad and i need to cry can you hold my hand like i'm feeling anxious i don't know why like i feel angry like it has nothing to do with anyone outside of me but like let's talk about that so that so that to your point beloved there's two things that need that, that i that need to happen ultimately in the, in the transference of the responsibility of self. The more men become excited about their self-care and start caring for themselves and, and really fellowshipping on that for themselves and, and each other, then our women um, need to, as man rebrands himself, then y'all need to let the branding of man go. Mm. Like the former branding. Yes, because 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 oh oh well. See, most times, most most times, most times, most times, men hold on to these archetypes to make an impression upon the women that they are attracted to. Um, And you know, you have some brothers that have shedded that years ago, like certain type of things that they went through in the streets and certain type of things they had to go through, and they'll get a woman that instinctively is still attracted to that archetype and. That's, that was normal to him at one point. He's kind of left it alone, but he's, he's digging her. And she's really into this archetype, and she recognizes it in him. And it's, it's probably not as big as it was when he was in his, you know, uh, deployment of life. But but she she likes that, and he recognized she likes it. I'm, this is, and I'm then guilty. He feed, right? And then look, and then he feeds her that. And so yeah. then, he, he be, then he becomes it for her, but not really where he has become. So. I would challenge my beloved sisters around the world who are doing your self-care, your self-work, really it's a reflection. Like if you're taking yourself through your sisterhood rituals and doing your healing and you're rebranding yourself and you're tapping into really the divine feminine, then you cannot, you cannot hold men who are now growing into understanding the responsibility of being expressed, balanced, divine masculine to old archetypes that you were, that your nipples got hard for mm-hmm. and your clit likes because you like that vision of him that no longer serves him or you. That, that that has been outdated. It's been an outdated version of how we think we should be showing up. And so this is why I say all men on the planet is has been wounded. Manhood mm-hmm. has been wounded mm-hmm. because we have, a, we have not updated the branding we have there's a standard we've been following all men all ethnicities all traditions and he has been outdated for himself for his family society so much i mean like like we like we've been saying earlier how people say oh the, the men are being attacked here or the men not being expressed the men are doing the man is wounded 
And then, so I'm saying I'm excited to hold space for men to begin the rebranding process. And it may happen fully expressed two or three generations from now. But I'm excited to support our brothers because our men need support. And I'm, I'm here to support brothers wherever they are with, without being perfect. Come as you are for yourself. But I would challenge my beloved sisters as you continue to do your journey and, and know who you are and, and shedding the old you don't know to serve you. Don't shed your old, don't shed old you that don't serve you, but hold me to the old me to serve you. Mm-hmm. Does it make sense? Mm-hmm. I, agree. I, I, I totally agree with that. And I think that, that even hearing that too, I have to like question, I have to fight something within me, which is like the woman that wants to say, well then do that shit for me. You know? No, no, but with that, <laughs> okay, yeah. I'm saying I'm fighting yeah. myself, but then right. I said, okay, wait, 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 don't do that. And it's like, no, this is the gift that we, this is how, we can't keep doing that. Yeah. We can't yeah, keep yeah, doing yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's like, hey, this is what I, the man is telling you what we need in right. order to heal so that we can all come together. To, co- to compliment. You know right, what I mean? Right, and right. so I feel like there is like. And you see the way that I said it, sis, it wasn't a way to downplay. No. And, I, I'm, and I'm like, I know I'm, that. And I'm and saying, I'm saying the best way, because I'm seeing you. It's like, like, as a, now imagine my lens. Well, I'm thinking about the programming in me. I'm yeah, watching yeah, it yeah, happen okay, in motion. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that is the programming. Mm. of defend defend or like right. or like wait but you didn't do this for me you so haven't why? done this for me you, you haven't know? protected me you haven't but it's like me. yo okay okay wait, 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 wait. time out time wait, out time wait. out like, let's stop let's stop that no stop that so you see that see see that, that right so sisters what's the process with that so no let's just stop there that like that that's a lot of our sisters, right? Who feel that way. And, and you yeah. know, even on the healing journey, they'd be like they pop ready to pop off. Right. Like like I think it, the process we're, 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 we're is the well, process, eventually yeah. you know thyself and you know that you don't have to defend that. Oh, yeah. You don't have it's to not defend that. So it doesn't hit the same. Right, anymore. right. There's right. nothing to defend. Okay. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> Love it. You know? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah, you yeah. say, yeah, and yeah, even yeah. that, even despite of what you just said, I'm yeah. still gonna let you do your rebranding. Right, 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 right. I'm still gonna not let you, but I'm going to like do it. Do it. You know, I'm not gonna judge you for it. Right. Yeah. Um so I think that that's, I'm really, you know, excited for that. That I, I'm i a woman on the sideline cheering men on. Like, okay, you want to do it? You're, you're, we're here. We're doing this. Yeah. And let's go for it. That's dope. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And like, I think more, we, we need both of those on both sides. Both sides. But I think especially yeah. if the men are going to really, if we really want them to want be them, healed, yeah. we we have to do that. Yes, absolutely. I, and, that, and, that, and that's what I would say to the humblest way. It's, it's like, it's, it's really a, it's a call to the compliment. You know, a woman goes, I'm doing this, that, 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 and I'm I'm really loving who she's becoming, right? So it's only natural that you will attract a compliment in life to right. that to that gesture. That's all obviously I'm saying. And so the more the sisters are excited to support men, however they're gonna show up as sacred compliments, right? That's how that's who we really are for each other anyway. You know what I'm saying? Like that's why I said earlier that um uh whatever our issues are with our parents. You know, on that inhale, exhale, that's how we got here. Mm. I mean, you know, and, and whenever you're feeling anxiety, overwhelmed, sister or brother, and you're feeling like you can't be self-expressed, take that. Mm. Just take that. Because that's that's us. That That's that's all of us. We all, That's one thing we all, regardless of you from here, I'm from there, you're a man, I'm a woman, we all came through on that breath. We did. We did. We, we all did. came yeah, that's, through. Yeah, that's crazy. Wait, ain't that wild? Somebody's and orgasm. We, <laughs> right? And we're even talking this beautiful podcast now with breath. Yes. It's our, it's, this is our sacred bond with each other. Yes. But how we use our breath 
how we, you know, how we decide to use the flow of in, in each other is what we, we, we have the responsibility to hold, yeah. you know? And, and, and I would say this, let me say this because I have to say this. I want to salute all the women who have been holding warrior space for men. I've seen it in their relationships and fighting for the best quality relationship, trusting in their men, helping to invest in him in any way she can to really see him win. And so even if he was not strong enough to express it and say it, and sisters, if y'all have had brothers who have not done that, I'm, for my brothers, I'm going to say to you all and to all my sisters watching, you are appreciated. Tupac boys. <laughs> right? <laughs> Tupac boys, you are appreciated. You are appreciated. Mm-hmm. You are appreciated because if that brother didn't get it, if he didn't, if he didn't understand the blessing he got when you mm-hmm. invested in him, that became a ritual to the to the body of man spiritually. Right, right. You know, and you so still I'm bless so I'm, the collector. To collect, right, because right, and so I would just say to sisters, don't give up on your superpower called nurturing. It's such a glorious, gift. beautiful gift. Mm. Don't just because, unfortunately, my undeveloped <laughs> lack of discipline you know, created an uh, adverse outcome with us, don't give up your superpower mm. because of some bitter things that I was undeveloped to facilitate. And this is why I go right back to Man Heal Thyself because we have to teach our brothers to be better facilitators to the woman they want to deal with. A lot of brothers be calling in these powerful, dynamic women and can't hold the facility. So we have to teach our men the importance of creating sacred space and why that's important. If you're going to call in the, the, the divine feminine, you have to be ready to host her in all levels of your life. And if you're not ready to host the goddess, let the goddess be outside until you're ready let to her host her, right? let let her, her. Let the goddess go. Let her go and let her glow and just admire her from, for, afar. from afar. The oh, well, she is so awe-inspiring. And, and that, well, that's don't, hard. You don't want someone. I mean, no, no. I, they, I, they don't want. They don't want someone else to get no, the goddess. No, no, they but, want to but, catch but, you and cage you. Sorry, but, and, but, but but whatever. So I, I'm I'm. <laughs> Put I'm you saying, in a cage. I'm saying, but yeah. See, not even see, see that. No, no. See now, that, that, I'm glad you said that, sis. Masculine or feminine cuffing is not, it's not what we need now. I'm not going to say our journey, but right, it's not what's needed from us now. We need to. A woman needs to be free, expressed, and her autonomy, and so does a man. And then together they figure out what that dancing cadence That's is. Step two. Step one. Heels. Heels. So yeah, right, right, right. So, but, but yeah, maybe that, step three. Maybe step three. <laughs> but but then it, but now now you're talking about courtship. Courtship. We forgot the 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 divine attribute of courtship. Courtship says, "I'm interested. You're interested. Let's slow it all the way down, and let's build on our interests." What happens with dynamic souls that are attracted to each other is that. They start out in the concepts of courtship. The attractions, the hormones, the pheromones start to accelerate. They abandon courtship principles and get into title. Title is a heavy crown for a man and a woman. A king or a queen wears a heavy crown. If you can't sustain courtship, a king and queen in court, you see where I'm going with this? Courtship. You would not be able to survive as an exalted queen or king in union together. You, I would tell y'all, pause titles. Don't abandon them, but pause the titling of each other 
create my queen of four talks about this in Sacred Woman. Seasons of development. My mother would tell me, I didn't listen a few times. She told me until I got my, until I had to listen. Like I, I didn't listen. She, she says, oh, you, you attracted to her, you love her, all that. They, meet her in every season. And when you complete each season with her, right, every four months, you're going to meet her in spring. If y'all make, if y'all, let's say we, we dated in spring. That's, you know, this is the courtship. And now summer's coming. It's another type of her coming through. Just like a hunt me. Some, a summer me's coming. It's true. Right? And now look, and now winter fall. Look, I may have dated you successfully in the spring and summer, and I don't even know who the hell you are by the time the fall winter oh, come. I, and I'm like, who the hell is this person? Right, 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 right. No, no. So, so this is why she. This is why she expressed to me when I was younger. Enjoy courtship, long courtships. I said, I know your generation doesn't have the patience for it, but she would tell me. She said, but it's important that you develop to that if you don't have the patience for it, because you will save yourself a lot of drama, tears, pain. Wasted time and energy, but but she she I, she was right. I, there was women that I that I've met in the fall, and we rocked in the fall. Dope winter came. We was oh even more rocked up. Spring came. I didn't even know who this woman was. <laughs> You're like, what are these? What? what? Right, like, what it was a whole different. Done? Right, it, it, but but by that time, wardrobe's different. By that time, me and her already <laughs> committed to titling. Right, right. So then now we moved into the ego of the relationships, and we abandoned the cultivation. So now that so now the woman I'm that I'm entitled with or entitlement, the title now comes the ego of that's my queen or that's my king, right? And now we get so caught up in that, we abandon we talked about earlier, the entity called the union, you know, and the union thrives in courtship. It, it thrives in taking time to appreciate the nuances of someone's tone, their voice, you know, asking certain questions to engage their consciousness. Or, you know, a, a, a man learning how to hold space for his woman when she's going through some emotional you know, up and down and, and with our hormones or just through life, right? These these things that you can work out in courtship. But when we don't have the the cadence or the or the um the the want, need or or or, or uh temperament to really just like nature does it. Y'all see it, sisters. Like, right? You know, the what, what happens in hibernation? All the animals dig they create their little foods in the falls and dig down by the time the winter comes, they're hanging out for three or four months into the spring, right? right. So they they're moving in accordance to nature. We are no longer moving in accordance to nature. And now that's why we're out of our nature. Our women are out of her nature because she's abandoning who she knows her superpowers to be because something he did, right? So she's mad. She don't even want to be her no more. She's she's abandoning her power because of his thing. And then he feels powerless because he's not not showing up to her in his full express self. So I think if we can work those things out and be patient with each other, you know, and, and and hold space for like like you said earlier. Nobody's perfect. Like we're all at, we're all human. We're all in our different levels of feelings. And men eventually opening up in himself that you know I, I think this woman I'm gonna you know what it's beyond her. I'm gonna trust that spirit is letting me this to share. That's what I'm trying to get men to. You transcending just the ego of talking to the woman. You just the spirit tells you to share and do the ministry in that moment with your your heart. You just let it be known. That authentic um, sharing and download and that clarity. That's gonna have a long and lasting impact for you and her. Then you just dancing around. What, what is she gonna think about me if I really let her know that I, I'm intuitive too? Because I, well, I don't want to tell her that because she may think I'm either crazy or that's 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 feminine. Right. But I say, can I say this to y'all? While I got you two goddesses here. Well, let me tell you what I. What, I'm, I'm gonna be like Peter from Family Guy. What grinds my gears? Let me tell you what I can't stand. 
Now, I apologize if my, 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 I'm gonna do a little cursing, a little language thing for y'all. You know, for people that may wanna, I'm gonna, right. You know, I don't like that we weaponize women in a weak way. That's the most anti masculine thing we could do. Let me say this. I'm gonna be a little hype, hype with this one. I don't like when we identify someone to be weak, we say, you acting pussy. First of all, that's why we here because of pussy. (laughs) So why would I associate weakness when it takes my mother all the muscles in her being to work together to birth me as a whole being on the planet? And I'm going to have the nerve to associate weakness with pussy. And that's all you niggas is trying to get back up into is pussy, but you associated with weakness. We got to do better, brothers. We have to stop. And this is why we don't want to, the feminine side of us, we think it's weak. Because collectively, we have demonized the feminine principle. And that goes back into the religious uh, colonialization. We're taking women from God. When man became only the exalted God and woman is not nowhere to be seen, then she's lesser than God. She's godless. So when I say rebranding man, we have a lot of, again, I, I, read, I do not appreciate and condone weaponizing weakness affiliated with women because you have weak men and you have weak women. Okay, we're going to say it. Let's make it holistic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I, I really don't like that. Because, you know, as a hip hop, as an MC, you know, and from the, from the culture, I don't like that we, we use that. We use pussy as a way to disrespect someone when that is the portal gateway of, of our whole existence. And that's all we trying to, that, that, that's the gateway we all trying to be back into on one way or the other. Right. Or facilitate another soul to come through. So we really have to collectively women have to say enough is that enough is enough. Men, we have to we have to support the the, the leaving that alone and find another way to talk about what's weak, because the pussy is nowhere weak. Okay, Um, and associating that. And and, and so that's that's when you're going to get a lot of the oh, you acting feminine. Right. You're going to. So there's a lot of negative things that we look upon our woman. And, And so when men starts to see women in more a positive light, right? Not saying that women don't have those attributes, right? They do. Just like men, we have those weak attributes. But when we start to see our women as opposite of weakness and strength and power, we won't associate a disrespecting the other man by calling him that. Listen, Supernova, you pussy. Absolutely, I'm pussy. <laughs> I'm, say, I'm, the best, I'm, the, I'm the greatest you pussy, so pussy in motherfucking so existence. <laughs> you didn't what? Are you talking Damn. about what? I'm hard, I'm the hard pussy. I'm the juiciest pussy. I'm the fullest pussy. <laughs> I birth life. My name is Supernova. I'm the brightest pussy in the cosmos. I birth you niggas. Period. I birth the Big Bang. Mm-hmm. Ain't no star brighter than the supernova. I starburst. Mm. I'm pussy. Mm. I create. Yes. I love being juicy pussy. Mm-hmm. And you cannot enter this pussy. <laughs> you see how I worked that? You just got to take the energy back. <laughs> right? Wow. You right? did that. Wow. So look, look, and I'm the pussy that's, I'm, and I'm, I'm, a, I'm a walking dick. I'm erected. Look at me. I got bald head. I'm walking around here. I'm always erected. I'm the mighty dick. I'm the mighty erection. 
I'm the greatest thick and pussy show that ever existed. <laughs> the greatest dick and the greatest pussy. Not, I'm not a lip dick, nigga. I'm the great God dick. <laughs> like the great goddess click. Mm, hallelujah. Mm, mm. The goddess click and the God dick come together and they made me. <laughs> Exhale. <sighs> wow. Thank you. I mean, honestly. Well, I'm so happy um, to have met you in person. Wow. This has been so, this has been such a journey. I feel like I've went on a, journey, a whole ass journey. I have. With this you. is amazing. And you know what? We didn't even acknowledge like, are you, you're married, right? Was married. Was married. Yeah, I'm divorced now. Okay. Yeah. But you're, you're partnered. Yes. Yes. You're partnered. Yeah. And you're partnered to the, like an amazing human. Yes. Layla. Delia. Layla Delia. So it makes sense that you would have such a sacred partnership because it's light. Ashe. It's light. <laughs> Well, um, we pulled a card at the top of the show. But before we get to the card, after all that, I mean, that was a fucking affirmation. I don't. Oh, I, I, don't I, I do. Know. I do. I do have, you have a, an affirmation. Uh, I was uh, like, uh, that <laughs> was a testimony. <laughs> I do have. Uh, uh, so there's something we say in, in the Man Hill Thy Soul training um, to the brothers. Um, Arrange for me the way. Arrange for me the way. May I renew myself. May I become strong. May I renew myself. May I become strong. Arrange for me the way. Arrange for me the way. May I renew myself. May I become strong. May I renew myself. May I become strong. And and so that's what we are calling on for ourselves is that as we work on ourselves daily, that the way will be made for us. And as we continue to gather and to build and to cultivate, we become stronger in our journey. And we become renewed. I love that. Um, is it tarot time? I think it is tarot time. So you pulled uh, Queen of Swords. Queen of Swords. The Queen of Swords combines the mental clarity and intellectual power of the suit of swords with the maturity and receptiveness of the queen. You have the gift of being able to use your intellect and unbiased judgment while also remaining flexible and open to receive input from the source from other sources. As you lead from the head and not the heart, you're better able to discern situations without the influence of emotion or sentimentality. You may believe that empathy or compassion towards others will distract you from the task at hand. Instead, you prefer to know the how, what, why, where, when, and who of everything to help you make sense of your environment and better understand others. It is not that you cannot care about others, but you connect with other people through an intellectual understanding rather than an emotional one. The Queen of Swords notes that you are a truth seeker. You are open to hearing the thoughts and opinions of others, but ultimately you filter that information to decipher what is true and what is not. When interacting with others, you will not tolerate mistruths or excessive fluff. You prefer to get to the heart of the matter without engaging in too much chit-chat. It suggests that you have an innate ability to tell it like it is. You are a quick thinker and highly perceptive, piercing through the noise and confusion to get straight to the point. There is no beating around the bush. Um, You're upfront and honest in your views and you expect the same from others. For this reason, many people respect your opinion and come to you for advice when they need clarity. Mm. Oh God! That's the Queen of Swords. And the Queen mm-hmm. of Swords, and it's interesting again for those that are sensitive to curses and animation. I, I restore my art balance to you all, but <laughs> um, that is auspicious, like you said earlier. That when you pull the cards, it, it relates. You know, like I was saying, weaponizing the negative attributes of women. Mm. You know, and the Queen of Swords. So, um, you know, the the more that 
as men, we heal and we own our space, brothers. That our true divine masculine, our alphaship, our manhood is exalted when we can support our women to be self-expressed too, mm. you know? And we don't have to weaponize their negative attributes as their whole selves. Mm. That, you know, those are archetypes that come through them, but that's not who they are. Just like our negative attributes are archetypes that we have upheld, but not really our true selves. And my prayer is that more men um, continue their journey of healing and unlocking and caring, that you can begin to... As you rebrand yourself, you can see the woman um, in, a, in a different light that, that, that can be revealed to you um, as a reflection of the work that you're doing for yourself. So I, I, that's what um, that card represents to me as you're reading, and that I wanted to really bring that home. Um, we have to change the, the, you know, the, the, the spirit of looking at women, women, period, as being weak. The fact that I'm a protector does not make her weak, though. See, like the Lion King, right? He's a protector of his of being a, a lion with his family, but the woman is fierce. In ancient Kemet, the one, one of the attributes of the archetypes of the deities called Sekhmet is the daughter of Ra. She has the, the head of the lion, the lioness, Sekhmet. She's known to be... Of uh, ferocious and, and very discipline oriented and into martial arts and into protection. So the you know the lioness of a woman that's a powerful attribute, mm-hmm. right? She doesn't need to be on go, right? Because her man is there, the lion is there. But if she's she's lock and loaded and ready to ride or die, she needs to, right? That's the the the, the environment. Not that I am the all in, almighty powerful. And my woman is weaker, lesser than me. And therefore, when I want to weaponize weakness, I use her portal door gateway of life that I came through. And I lash it out on others to say, don't be that. But you are that. We are all dicks and pussies. (laughs) At the same time. Right. It's called mom, dad. (laughs) Yeah. The great mother, the great father. Masculine you see, feminine. I just took it to, to that. one you know? without the yeah. other. Right. And, and, and so the more we become, explore, you know, learn who we are on this journey and, and, and give ourselves space to go through the shadow, <laughs> to go through that place where we're not on point and also give our space to, to rise above, you know, our um, adversities, you know, we will begin to be so more self-expressed and so much confident. And that confidence can inspire others to unlock. I look at us being, you know, heroes and sheroes of our lives and our stories. You know, um, that's why a lot of us are drawn to the Marvel Marvel films. It's it's seeing us in a different way Mm. because we're all showing up as, as in our own lives as different ones with superpowers and different gifts. You know, that we have to, some of us are scared of our gifts. Some of us are very confident, right? Some of us are, uh, um, started out good and then, you know, we got tricked. Like the villain, the villain was somebody that had good things. Think, think about the Joker story. They tell him the Joker story. He was a, he was, you know, he loved his mom. He was an introvert. He didn't really mess with people. He was kind of a quiet guy. He became a clown to entertain people. Trauma, life was happening. People were being mean to him, you know? And so all, and that changed him. Trajectory. That yeah, changed yeah. him into a whole nother being, right? So we can identify with that character, whether right. before or after, right? But, we all have, you know, we all have those attributes of a Superman or a Wonder Woman, right? And how glorious is it when, when a Wonder Woman can own her space as an Amazon goddess, a Superman can own his space as a, as a Superman, and then they, on their journey, they can find a way to fellowship and work together to support others. 
Man, that is the ultimate goal, yeah. baby. Yeah, that's beautiful. And then change the world. <laughs> change Take the world. Take over the world for the better. Come on, let's um, go. <laughs> well, where can the where can the world and our tribe find you? Can you tell us where they can find and that where can yes. they share you also with their husbands and if yes. there's men listening, brothers, wherever you are, um, you know we have our, we hold space for our brothers eighteen and older. We're working on. Um, having a um, rites of passage for the young men soon but um 18 and older um sisters if you have you know beautiful husbands and men that you're dating and courting sisters get the brothers out to inboxes and out the comments and send them to send them to our <laughs> training we know we're, we're on um instagram at um van hill thyself program you can you can go onto the page and you can hear the testimonials from brothers who have went through the rites of passage and how the, how they share their daily rituals the meditations they do the affirmations they do to be the best version of themselves um, the book is available on Amazon. Um, it's called Man Heal Thyself, The Wellness Warrior's Journey to Self-Mastery uh, by myself and co-authored by my mother, Queen Afua. Uh, myself and my cousin, Hallelujah Walcott, we've partnered with the Queen Afua Wellness Institute that hosts the Sacred Woman um, gathering that you all beautifully will be part of soon. Yes. Um, and we we, are, we we handle, hold down the male aspect. So brothers, you can go to queenafua.com now. Go to queenafua.com, uh, Q-U-E-E-N-A-F-U-A, queenafua.com. And um, you can go to schools and the portals that has the Man Heal Thyself program. You can you can sign up and um, join us for twelve weeks on in, in twelve weeks of miraculous support on your self care journey. And um, we do it twice a year for the spring and for the in the fall. And um, we're here to support. And and, and I'm I'm really honored to uh, to be a guest and to share the conversation with my sisters. I mean, we had a couple of technical difficulties throughout we were navigating, but I just love talking to my sisters. Like I was just I, I forgot <laughs> that the camera was to come on. I was just. <laughs> The conversations that we have, I, I wish that we were able to let y'all into some of the other, I'll call the pocket downloads that we were having. But I'm, I'm just so thank y'all have for having me. I'm so honored to um, be here with my sisters, and I, I love the work that y'all are doing, and um, much, much uh, continued uh, breakthroughs and abundance to okay. everything that y'all are doing. Thank you. Thank well, you. well, we definitely have to have you back on. There's be, a lot more excited. to dive yes, into. Yes, and yes. I was also thinking, what a what a beautiful experience to share with a partner in doing the Sacred Woman. Yeah. Um, program as well as yours you, a, a, lot, a lot of at, at the same time to then come together a lot of the sisters who have partners have done that you know yeah, they, they have they have helped them you know and that's what you know like i said you know um in the positive light you know when we look at our women um from a from the attribute of being alphas being leaders of their self-care right i call your wellness warriors too because you you know you women y'all fight for your children y'all y'all fight to hold down several hustles Y'all do what y'all got to do to get through, you know? So y'all are warriors, right? And so um, there will be, there have been many women that have, when they sign up for Sacred Woman to do their rites of passage, you know, to strengthen themselves, baby, you got to sign up. They just go ahead and bring their husband in. The husbands, they, all, all the husbands come in all like, yeah, I'm this and my name is Jonathan. I'm going to do that. <laughs> they, you know, they got that heaviness. But once, but it's no judgment. We're like, we're, it's like, we're like, we're like, uh, you know, we're like the Care Bears to the brothers. It's like, cause, cause we all, cause, cause we're all here for each other. We all right, caring. We're right. all care. We're, we're all men. We're all hard and tough, but we're all here because we know we've been hurting and we know we need, we need more from ourselves and our lives, you know? And so, um, it's a beautiful thing when, when the couples go through it because as she's going, you know, um, Queen of Four has, uh, the sisters on a really di- disciplined regimen daily, but brothers are on theirs too. So there's sisters that says she'll be up at four o'clock in the morning doing her spiritual altar work. Her husband will be running his spiritual bath, doing his affirmation and prayers. So it's it's a, we have a lot of great testimonials from couples who who uh, who are, are doing their self 
care work together. Mm. And I and my prayer is that becomes a standard, you mm-hmm. know, in, in our world one day yeah, where yes. more and more couples are excited about have their rituals about together. doing about doing uh, supporting their partners on their individual um, journey of healing, but also supporting each other as they go through their rights of passage together. Yes, yeah. yes, oh, that's beautiful. Well, you guys, um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode as much as we did. And um, again, make sure to check out Supernova Slam on all of our podcast descriptions. You can click all the links. All the things yes, will yes. be there. Um, make sure you check out the Good Vibe Retreat. Make sure you, you know, if you have some time, go down and rate us five stars on Apple. Give us those reviews. We need them. Make sure you go to our YouTube channel and subscribe to our channel. And if you're in the LA area and you're looking for a podcast studio, make sure you check out our beautiful studio on YouTube and Good Good Media. Yep. Um, so we'll see you guys next week. Love you. Bye. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.